Check us out. Follow us on social media. Personally, I am at MattBerry06 on all the social media platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at the Matt on Matt Pod. Follow me at Twitterfield on Twitter at Matters on Instagram, MattButterfield.net for anything else. And don't forget to email us. We're looking to hear your emails. We want to talk to you. Matt on MattPod at gmail.com. Now let's get into the episode. We're doing it twice in a week, ladies and gentlemen. We're docking episodes because your your Matt Butterfield is headed out of town here. To, not tomorrow, but the day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, he's hitting the road, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be up in the mountains, high in the Rockies, course, if you will. This, this is contingent on whether or not my mom decides to cancel last minute because she's worried about altitude sickness. Oh, my. Yes. Dude. Dude. Okay, so... This isn't my don't at me, bro. And sorry, Donna, but you're going to get made fun of uh, for the next few minutes because <laughs> you got made fun of a lot a few minutes ago when I was hanging out with dad. Um, and I was like, this is going to be good for the podcast. You so, fucking rat. You no good rat no, squealing no, on Matt, Scott. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, we, sometimes we have to commiserate. You know what I mean? Sometimes, I feel you. Uh, hey, it's okay. A mean coach makes a great team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, Just ask uh, the Giants in the 80s. Parcells was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a text message yesterday while I was I was out Ubering around. I, no, actually, I was headed to their house to uh, – to do something, I forget what it was. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, but I was in traffic, and I get this. Here's the series of texts that I got. Um, uh, yeah, I'm reading text because I'm just so. I was, thought this was so funny. She goes, "Oh, where is it? Oh, there it is." Matt, ask me about diamonds. Oops, diamox. Ask me about diamox is what she meant to say. Ask me about it. Okay. So I just put a question mark on the on the first message. And then she calls me and she's like, Matt, Matt, Diamox is a medicine that you can take if you get if you get uh, elevation sickness. And I was like, OK, did you get some? She's like, well, you have to go to the doctor. And I was like, oh, OK, well, I don't really get elevation sickness or I didn't two years ago. And then, Matt, it was all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't remember what exact words were said, but in about 25 seconds, uh, <laughs> I was being guilt tripped for not taking medicine for a disease that I do not have or regularly suffer from. It was so I was just like, well, mom, I'll try it because because uh, also, first of all, I didn't know how easy it was going to be because um, I've done all I have is Teladoc. Right. So you have to make yeah. an appointment on Teladoc. Uh, and then get to see a doctor and yada, yada, yada. And I was, and, and so I'm driving thinking about all that. And, it was just, and I'm like, well, I'll see what I can do, but I don't know that I'm going to be able to make this happen f for you. 
like who am I like why am I getting medicine for me but it's but I'm doing it to get you off of my back like um and, and then she goes Matt word for word she goes Matt if you wanted to do it you would just do it oh my god and I was just like all right you're right I'll get goodbye bye I, I'm in traffic. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> now, to her credit, it was very easy for me to get a prescription. But it led to another issue that I had today. So yeah. I re- I was getting ready last night a little bit. And I realized I was going to run out of Wellbutrin on the trip. And I'm like, fuck, I got to get this refilled. But the thing about my Wellbutrin is that it comes out. I know this is fascinating, y'all. We're talking about medicine. Get ready. Uh, but... Uh, but it, there is a conflict that gets resolved in a great way. Um, trust me, this will pay off very little. Uh, but um, so uh, I and I'm trying to figure out how to do that because it's only released on a schedule and uh, it's a few days before the schedule. Right. It's about a week yeah. before the schedule. And uh, CVS is saying we can't do it. We can't do it. Uh because it's not it's not eligible and i and i so i'm like this sucks and i looked to try and get hold of my doctor on teledoc this yeah. is a little we're now we're veering into don't at me bro territory we're not quite there yet but we're veering into it they don't give you your doctor's phone number they won't give it to you like just straight up the only way that you can get a hold of your doctor is through them and then like i you know you say the name of the of the company out loud and you're like oh that's why they they're a telephone service like well teleduck i see you've made yourself indispensable right and i and (laughs) i call them to to try and set this up and then they're like well since you call since you had an appointment yesterday for your diamox it's going to cost you 45 dollars to get a, a doctor's appointment today and i was and i just was like i'm not paying that is what i told her I was like, I'm not paying that. I'm not doing it. And I need to get my medicine. What's going to happen? And she was like, I don't She starts, she starts uh, kind of like stammering and just being like, I don't know. At one point she laughed and I go, I don't think it's funny. You don't need to laugh. I just need my medicine. How is this going to happen? And eventually it's just like, well, call tomorrow morning. Cause I guess there's a 24 hour period. You can only go to the doctor you can only talk to you, Matt. You can only call a doctor once a day on this plan. Not even a, an appointment. Can't even call them. And uh, so, but then, <laughs> then I get off the phone and I and I'm with my with Scott and I just start. I'm just like, this is such fucking bullshit. And he tells me about his, you know, at his job, they're always running into stupid time constraints like this because of contracts and lawyers and all these people. Uh, that have their fucking fingers in the pot trying to get something out of my Wellbutrin fucking prescription. And uh, it, and we're bitching about that. I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just do it tomorrow. And I, as I get into my car, CVS texts me, we have your we have your Wellbutrin ready to come pick it up. Nice. And I was like, yes, be a dick. Although I wasn't like a dick, dick. I wasn't like full butters. I was just very stern and like, Saying this isn't this sucks. I shouldn't have to pay. More. I, w- I never raise my voice or curse beyond saying crap or sucks. <laughs> yeah, because if you, you start cussing at him, that's an immediate hang up there. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's like, I listen know. here, you fucking bitch. 
Well, like, if you go, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> they're just like immediately like, no. It's like, yeah, I can't say bull. I'm not calling you bullshit. I'm saying the situation is bullshit. But no, you're not allowed to say that to people. Yeah. Um, uh, but I said, but, but yeah, it worked out. So, um, so that's why they're not quite on don't at me, bro level, but a little bit like, come on, come on, give me my meds. Yeah. 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 Uh, when the boy needs his meds, the boy needs his meds. I don't know what else there is to say about it. Uh, and, and I need them, buddy. I need them. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm a, you know, like a month into this shit and I, I feel you. It, yeah, uh, I feel like, a lot better. I feel a I, lot better. <laughs> and I've also been Can you hear me? Yes. All right. You froze up. Um, the last place that I heard you say something was right after I said, I feel a lot better. Okay. So what'd you just say? Uh, I just said, exactly. Especially because I've been so disciplined about taking my medicine like regularly. Like I've got like a pill box, like I'm 50 years old. <laughs> with all the days of the week on them and it's just like whoo i'm able to always just go if something's really pit like i was i was had another situation this morning that was really irritating me that i don't really even need to get into because it got resolved but like uh th- the whole time i'm just like you know what this is well problem i'm just gonna let well worry about this <laughs> that's that's what it's there for nice. you know what you got it well this is all you nice you're fucking oh. rolling around with your with your weekly pillbox looking like a regular old Halberry. Yep. But looking hey, like man, a... it keeps those chemicals level. Keeps me keeps me calm. Yes. Keeps me from creating conspiracy theories about myself to myself. Yes. Which was absolutely. Bro, when I'm fucking telling you. I, the shit that my mind can make up about oh, yeah. me uh-huh. is fucking ape shit. It oh, is dude. Cr- crazy dude i feel you i, I feel am you. my brain when it comes to thinking about me my brain is like QAnon level conspiracy theorist absolutely <laughs> and then do you start like resenting people for the situations you've imagined yes all and the then, fucking time oh yeah same i'm uh, oh yeah big time and then like and, and then you're, you're kind of like am i really doing this and you you kind of become self-aware of it but then it's also too late like you've already it, harbored it and like it, stuffed it down. <laughs> it's so real in your head that like, yeah, they are all working against me and they're all out having beers right now. And they're all talking about me and right. how they're going to bring me down because I said something six years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I didn't even know them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what's really crazy about it now is that I can feel it sometimes start, but then I'm immediately able to just like stop it. Like, sure. It, yes. In my head, just with thoughts, I'm able to say yes. that's bullshit. And it's right. like my brain just like, yeah, you know what? It is bullshit. Right. Right. That's that's <laughs> that's that's what my this is well butrin's problem sort of mantra is. Is just like forget about it. Just give it to the give it to the pill. Who cares? Yeah. Pill's by the way, back there, ready to handle this for you. For those of you who don't know, I mean, I'm sure some people listening have had Wellbutrin. This is not a drug that fucks you up at all. It's not. There's no 
feel it just if anything it just takes away feelings as opposed to like numbing feelings or anything it just it just for me at least that's been my experience there's been like i've been on other different meds where it definitely made me a little foggy or like a little um like with Lexapro, I would still slip into it every now and then. It wasn't as steadfast as this other shit. So, um, yeah, anyway, yeah. med talk, pill talk, med pill talk. Here we are. Matt, I'm in our thirties. We are <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right now it's about psychological medicine. In yeah. 10 years, this episode will be about like blood pressure medicine. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even five years for us. Which honestly <laughs> is very funny because depending on the guest sometimes, Tom on your mom's house will get in to like uh-huh. prostate exams and yes, <laughs> and yes, cholesterol medicine and stuff. Or and I'm colostomy, sitting there like uh, colonoscopies, him and Polly Shore. Uh huh. The fucking uh, <laughs> Shore talking about getting coffee colonics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the most la thing ever like Dude, i remember let's when talk i talk about yeah sorry go on oh no when i first heard about col- what a colonic was was on like <laughs> e entertainment tonight they were talking about actresses who were opening or actresses who frequented a colonic spa and uh-huh. how it was the huge trend in hollywood it was Right around the time that Kabbalah was the huge trend in Hollywood, is like the early two oh, thousands. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I always associate shit like that with like L.A. health trends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I associated with the first time I ever heard about a colonic was on a uh, Bored to Death. Did you ever watch that show on I HBO? Never did my sister always Fucking told me to? But... Masterpiece. Uh, it was this film. It was like a. It was like a noir show that starred jason schwartzman zach galifianakis and ted danson like what <laughs> more do you need in a tv show but it oh, took yeah. place in like 2010 brooklyn 2009 2010 brooklyn yeah and there was an episode where the they were they were they were doing an investigation zach galifianakis and jason schwartzman were Galifianakis was very much just on in for the ride like he was just kind of hanging out like it wasn't he wasn't an investigator but he just always hung out with his buddy right and they end up at this colonic place and Galifianakis's character ends up getting this like he ends up getting like addicted to colonics and it's so <laughs> funny and I just remember the guy the nurse or the practice the technician or whoever the do- whoever it was the guy in scrubs the actor just going Ooh, I will learn all of your secrets. <laughs> Good God. So I do gotta warn you, we're on a chicken timer right now. I got chicken. chicken t- I got chick a bre- breast of chicken in the oven that I thawed last night. And um it's been I've been rushing around all over the state of Texas today. This is my one chance to cook it. And I if because if I don't cook it now, then it's gonna go bad. And it'll be a wasted chicken breast. <laughs> and we can't have that, Matt. Not in this house. Not here. We don't waste not food today. here. There's starving children in China. Especially not chick- chicken breasts. It's like free food. It's zero points on the blue plan. With Weight Watchers. <laughs> oh, my God. So what? Uh, how long you got on the chicken timer? We got 12 minutes. But that, that's just going to be me getting up for maybe 45 seconds. Taking that sucker out of the oven and putting it back on the counter. I can fill some dead air there, bud. 
Yeah, twelve minutes <laughs> from now, we're just, we're gonna be we're, we'll figure it out. We'll I'll make this... fart noises until you come back into the room. That's why people listen, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, By the way, did you listen to the fucking um, the three parter on Alcatraz on last podcast on the left? Yeah, I did, dude. That Birdman think- character was. Uh, I don't understand why they don't have like a five part series on that guy on just him just him yeah he's incredible he's amazing (laughs) that guy was amazing just like what a lunatic what a weirdo butt naked covered in bird shit covered in bird shit covered in bird shit y'all making and selling bird feed products out of his mac maximum security jail cell yeah Yes, they let him do that. Yeah. What the Talking fuck? Talking about sex with boys to anybody who would listen. Anyone that would listen. Just he's like, I love, oh. I would just love to get a boy and just fuck the shit out of him. Yeah, just fucking ridiculous. I, I, like, I think it'd be great. And, they, and they're all just kind of like, all right, Birdman. What was his name? Robert Stroud. That's it, Robert Stroud. There's a movie about him that's like, so ridiculous and so fake and not yep. accurate. Uh, I've seen that movie like years and years and years ago. I, I used to, when I was younger, I was like kind of obsessed with Alcatraz. Like I just loved it. I, I remember I like convinced, you know, I didn't really convince them, but like um, I definitely felt like I campaigned for and got a vacation to San Francisco just to visit Alcatraz whenever I was like 18 years old. Wait, so you've been you've been there? Not only have I been there, Matt, I've been there, taken the tour, and talked with the former inmate. Yeah, bro. Because when we were there's a guy that that is I don't I think he I don't remember if he's alive still. Um, uh, there's a guy that's there every day selling his book. Um, who was a prisoner there? I bought, and the only way you get to talk to him is if you buy a book. He's super unfriendly. He's not nice at all. He, his book in his book, he just talks about like Robin banks. And I think he like killed one person and breaking out of jails and Robin banks again. And that was just his thing. And he just, he could not be held. And he wasn't even like, like Alcatraz is always thought of as where we sent the worst people. Right. Yeah. And he was definitely a repeat offender. And I don't remember if he ever actually hurt anyone. Doesn't matter. Um, But the reason why they put him on Alcatraz was because he just kept breaking out of every prison that they ever put him in. Like, Damn. so even though his charges weren't that bad, really, they, um, they, they, uh, the, <laughs> they were like, you got to finish your fucking like, sentence dude you can't you can't just keep breaking out so they put him on the island and he still goes out every day to do like education i don't know i think he gets paid to do it otherwise i don't know why how he can afford to do it every single day his book the front half of his book was amazing just because it's like he remembered everything in such great detail and um and he goes into all of his crimes and he doesn't hold back and it was kind of great but then like the last two chapters were such a bummer because he gets like religious and the very last chapter is about him like reaching out to people trying to become like 
trying to make them Christian too and offering you a chance to blah, 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 blah like accept Christ. And I'm just kind of like, you know, if this was your goal, you could have been a little nicer to me when I was talking to you. <laughs> right. You didn't really make uh, the Christian faith sound too welcoming. I didn't, it's like I had literally no idea you were like religious at all whenever I first met you, which is frankly how I like a lot of my religious people. But um, yeah, uh, but I, I just thought it was odd that that was like the the bent of the book. It made me kind of wonder if he was like if the, if like his publisher wanted him to do it that like if it was a Christian publishing house oh, or something. Probably. You know? Uh, but because long it just story seems so out of left, left field. Yeah. Anyway, but so you went to Alcatraz. Yes, and I and I talked with a former <laughs> inmate, and it was fucking rad. I mean, I mean, anything you hear about it is what's there. I I can't really give much of an insight to it. It was just you got to take a boat out there. It's really windy. It's a lot colder than the rest of San Francisco. Uh, we went there during the day, so we didn't get to. I guess it's all open during the day, but in the last tour, they turn all the lights off as you go. So like you get into one room and then you go into the next room and the lights turn off and it's like, like you hear in like movies. Oh, like, like in a movie. Yeah. And so we didn't, but we didn't get to do that. Um, and they show you what did they show you that a uh, dummy that the guys used to escape whenever they did the Shawshank Redemption sort of escape. Oh and yeah. Like, and, and they, and see, that was where I, uh, I think the guy thought that my question sucked when I talked to him. Cause I was like, what about those two brothers? What were their names? I know. Yeah, I can't remember this. Is the, it was two brothers and a guy. And yeah, uh, there was a fourth one, but the fourth one didn't make it out. Didn't in time. Make it. Yeah. Anyway, I asked him like, what, what happened to them? And he, and he was just like, they're in Brazil. That was it. And, the, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> what about the other one? It's like, yeah, he went down there too. It's like, all right, sorry, I asked. <laughs> and they went to their mother's funeral dressed as women. Yeah, right. And that the and that the rumor. That's the rumor that there were uh, at their mother's funeral. There were two weird looking women <laughs> that <laughs> looked a lot alike. <laughs> yeah, and that were it very cool, tall. <laughs> it was it was fucking rad. I gotta tell you, if like if those guys made it across. They are like, that was a terrifying, either way, even if they, especially if they didn't make it across that, that was a harrowing thing that they put themselves through to get across that bay. It's because like, what is it? Like, it's just horrible. Like that water is horrible. It's not to be swum in or swam in, swum in. Like it, it, it's 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 swim swim swimmy swanson samsonite and um yeah I, I, it was really cool it was dope as shit i recommend it if you're ever in san francisco you gotta go yeah that i mean honestly that probably there are very few reasons i would go to san francisco what yeah san francisco kind of a shithole you're kind of a shithole. What the fuck are you talking about? San Francisco's dope as fuck. Yeah. It's dope as shit. It's so pretty. What do you mean? Not you really even like, been. You don't even know. What would you I know? I haven't been. I know a lot of people that have been there, and I got a friend that lives there now, and everybody. I, you're the only person I know that's been there that liked it. Look, don't fucking like. like, like I'm not saying <laughs> spend a week there unless you've got something to do. 
but like go there for like if you're just gonna go to California and you're in Northern Cali, you gotta fucking stop by. It's dope. It's so pretty and like cool, and there's so much cool history and great food and all that, sh- and really cool art and. It's it's cool. It's different. I definitely want to go to. I definitely want to go to Alcatraz. Um, definitely want to go to the wine country, which I know is north of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that for sure. So, what my recommendation to you is just like make a fucking like North Cali trip and stay in the Napa Valley. Go down to San Francisco for the weekend. Go to Yosemite. Go to Yosemite, which, uh. When we built our new office for Veronis, all the conference rooms were named after national parks for some reason. And the main one was Yosemite, the Yosemite conference room. And Jarrett Levin was like, yeah, guys, I booked this out of a conference room for the meeting. We we're like, oh, which one is it? He goes, it's Yosemite. Yeah. <laughs> There's also Yosemite. I've heard Yosemite. As in, <laughs> Yo, like, Semite. Yo, comma, Semite. <laughs> Yo, semi. Yo, John Stewart. What's going on? So, what else is going on? You, uh, you got the keys to your apartment today. I did. Went down, checked it out. It's really cool. It's very empty right now. Lots of <laughs> echoing. Um, I, 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 it looks very good. Looks much better than it did whenever I first saw it. Uh, the outside is still pretty sleepy. The AC works though. Everything's turned on. They just kind of like left it unlocked, which I didn't love. Um, it is no longer unlocked, but um, <laughs> uh, it looks cool. I'm excited to get shit moved in there. I think I'm going to have a dope little spot. Nice. When are you moving? July 17th is when I'm, everything's getting moved down there. Oh, shit. I might, Look at make you. A, might make a couple of other trips to get stuff down there beforehand. I don't know yet, though. It was dope. I mean, dude, it's going to be my first place that's just mine. Yeah. And it's all mine. (laughs) You're going to shit in the corner. Yeah. Never wearing clothes. Piss in the kitchen sink. Not going to do that. Not going to do those two things. But (laughs) but I am going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be really cool. I can't wait to have an office like a fucking grown up. Oh, yeah. An office, dude. Imagine that. I think my whole apartment is is probably the size of your apartment. Maybe. I got a I got a desk in a hallway. That's what I call my office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not very big. Which whatever. Right? Yeah, Who cares? It's two bedroom though. I mean, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, I have plenty of space. Yeah, space it, has never it, been a huge concern of mine. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, more space just means more room to pile up bullshit. That's very in my mind. That's that's very true. Yeah, I would like. like I grew up in a really small 1950s house with a tiny little bedroom, so I've never had a big room or big space. So when I hear people like, like this happens all the time in New York City, you go over to someone's apartment and you look at it, and you're like, "This is a great fucking apartment." They're like, "It's so small." I'm like. Where'd you grow up? Fuck you. Where'd you grow up? Yeah. <laughs> this is a 700 square foot one bedroom. Chicken timer. Chicken timer. Chicken timer. But bam, seriously, bam. everybody. 
But seriously, everybody, you get these motherfuckers who grew up out in these like fucking massive suburban homes that cost like next to fucking nothing for their parents to buy in the middle of dog shit, Texas. And they have like their childhood bedroom is probably the size of my parents fucking house. And they have like a couch in a sitting area in their childhood bedroom. And then they're like, I'm going to move to New York and be an artist. I'm going to move to New York and be an actor. And then they move here and they're like, oh, my God, my bedroom is only 12 by 14. I'm going to die. And then I'm sitting there like, bitch, the room I grew up in was eight by 11. Literally the size of a jail cell was the bedroom I grew up in. Hello. So yeah, space isn't that important to me. Matt's back from the chicken timer. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right, we're back. What were you saying? I was just cool talking stuff. about. I was just bitching about people who bitch about space. It's like you got to build up to some things, guys. Yeah. I'm more so just. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about other people. You know, like they grew up with these big, giant bedrooms in the suburbs and wherever they're yeah, from. Yeah, I didn't know that. And they have like, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really talking about you, but they had like sitting areas and like a big desk area. Like they had these giant, massive bedrooms. And then they're like, I, I already just said all this to the listeners. But yeah, you know, sure. Like- you know, we don't have to move on, but uh, we move on. My, my, the only reason why I bring up the space is because, yes, it's two bedroom. And yes, that's really great. And yes, it's great. And it's more than enough actual space for me. Uh, like if I'm being completely honest, it's, it's totally fine. But, um, uh, but I just wish there, there's no real like differentiation between the kitchen and the living room. Oh and yeah. So like, so it's, uh, it's just that front room is just a little cramped and I'm a little confused as to where I'm supposed to put like a table to sit down and eat. You, you know might not. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that's my only sort of like, ooh, like, like, yeah. like, th- like my only note, on the space but i also think that it's most likely going to be completely fine yeah hey, right? you know you might just not do a table in there you might just do like a tv tray yeah um or you might do like a small round table right right you know you'll figure it out i think i have a table from target we'll find out uh mm-hmm. i had to get rid of my last table target table oh it's all target baby target uh, we went to bro okay did I talk about this last week? Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. You talked yeah, about never mind. Never furniture mind. shopping last furniture. week. God. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, have I ever told you my favorite, one of my all-time favorite dad stories that involves furniture shopping? Tell me. All oh, right. Is it the fart? No, not the fart. Um, okay. This has to do with a cardboard cutout. Uh, <laughs> oh, on. we're at Fingers Fern. I'm like, I don't know, 12, 13, 14. You know, a time in my life when this was the funniest joke I'd ever heard in my fucking life. Okay. <laughs> so we're at Finger Furniture, Fingers Furniture, which is this massive, massive furniture store right outside of downtown Houston. It's 
since closed down, but it was like a staple in the city of Houston. Right. It was like fingers furniture and gallery furniture probably supplied like 75% of the furniture in the greater Houston area. I would, you uh, know, sure. I mean, I'm probably overestimating, but you know, huge place, gigantic place. So we're in there, we're walking around and they see this cardboard cutout. It's a man and a woman. And the woman is on the, if you're looking at it, the woman's on the right. And she like looks surprised and has her hands down by her side. And then the man is next to her and he's pointing with his whole hand across her body to where his hand is in this 2D cardboard cutout is perfectly positioned right over her tit. So it looks like he's holding her tit, but really he's pointing at something. Nice. My dad sees that from across the room, (laughs) beelines over to it, puts his finger in the guy's in the guy's chest and says you get your hand off her tit your dad is so unpredictable <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, anytime i've ever been around him he's been very serious and very quiet and very nice but yeah. then i hear stories that then one time he like fart real loud and then go, like turn to your mom and be like like in the in the walmart vision center yeah <laughs> <laughs> we were in the walmart vision center it was a saturday it was packed they were looking at glasses and my dad just yeah. starts an 18 wheeler in his pants and everybody looks over and he looks at my mom and goes damn julie <laughs> and my mom goes, oh, fuck this shit and storms out of the oh walmart vision God. center fuck this shit sounds like it did dude no the guy you're right he's a wild card he doesn't say much but when he does it fucking counts yeah he he, he does not mince his words or maybe he does mince his words actually (laughs) when he was uh the head of the identification department his head crime scene investigator uh the three guys that worked under him in his department they always Hot, jokingly yeah. they always jokingly called his department the bomb shelter okay. and dad started hearing this bomb shelter stuff going around he was like so one day he's got all the guys in his office and he's like guys uh what what's hell? this bomb shelter stuff you're talking about i keep hearing this going around what's the bomb shelter and then neil goes oh hal you don't know about the bomb shelter and dad goes, no, what the fuck is the bomb shelter? And Neil goes, Hal, you're the bomb shelter. <laughs> and he says, what do you mean? He goes, it's the three of us. We we work in the bomb shelter. You're the bomb shelter. Because as long as we work for you, nobody's going to fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's so great. dad is a bomb shelter and a sneaky comedian. Yay. And as we said last week, we can fuck up a breakfast buffet. Hell yeah. (laughs) Fucking hey, man. I can't wait to go to Colorado. I don't really have anything planned except reading books and looking at views and going on walks and shit. I did think it was funny. We asked a friend for um, recommendations. They were just there by we. I mean, my mother asked one of her friends. And 
They got a beautiful church. Well, one of well, on that note, uh, one of their recommendations was Starbucks. Shut up. Well, I actually Fuck went up. and looked, Matt, because that was my initial reaction when I read it. But this Starbucks in Breckenridge has paid for quite the view. It's nice. Oh, it's okay. a good spot, like right on the side of a hill. You can see all, you know, you can see everything. It's really, it's it's pretty striking. But I was like amazed. Whatever my mom, like, first she sent me the list, and it just said Starbucks with like, I don't think any sort of explanation as to why. <laughs> and I was like, Starbucks is where we're going on vacation. Starbucks that's what we're doing here, guys. That's what we're doing here. There's one place. So, so I wanted to go see like Black Widow is coming out while we're there. And okay. I'm and I'm thinking like I like I would love to see that in the theaters like another a Mar like Marvel's just been like so good over the past you know we've been watching it in our homes and uh Marvel's definitely like a thing me and my family watch together we all enjoy it together and I was like it'd be so cool to like take them to the movies go see Black Widow a Marvel movie with Scarlett Johansson and you know just would be fun. Yeah. And Breck and, and so I looked up movie theaters in Breckenridge. In Breckenridge, there is one movie theater. It's inside of a community center. It has 150 seats, and they show whatever the owner wants to show. They oh, oh. in one screen. No shit. And you look at it outside, and it's just it's just like this quaint little like box office connected to like this brick government building <laughs> it was so fun i was just like this is i can't tell what's going on in colorado like are they fucking hillbillies or are they like californians i, I can't tell say this i have heard very little good about colorado like it's not a welcoming community at all like they are okay. not they don't like outsiders right they, sure the two like they hate Californians. Yes. And they I got that vibe. They double hate Texans who moved there as well. Wow, really? They don't like Texans. That surprises no. me. Because they like why don't they like Texans? From what I was told by a few native Coloradans is that Californians come in and try to change everything, and Texans come in and all they talk about is Texas. Well, that's just the way Texans are. Right. And that's, you know, you know, that rubs other people the wrong way. Like, <laughs> no, it was like, why'd you move here if all you're going to do is talk about how much better it is in Texas? Why don't you just go back to Texas is their mindset. Oh, OK. They, they're, they're saying people say Texas is better. Yeah. They I like see. move to Colorado and like live in Colorado and spend their whole time telling everybody how much better Texas is than Colorado. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, well, there's yeah, I ran into that a lot in New York working. Same, yeah, at fucking Havelina. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus, fuck! It's like all these Texans. But what kills me is the Texans visiting New York that go to that restaurant. That right. kills me. It kills me. And then they 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 show up and they see that it's New York prices, and then they complain that they can't mix and match tacos. This is before we can mix and match tacos. They, they like they Ooh, we don't we don't mix and match tacos anymore. No. You were doing it for a while. They caved for a bit. Uh, under we haven't been doing it Rebecca. since I worked there. 
whenever Rebecca was there, they did it, uh, it a little bit. And I think they only did it at certain times a day. Anyway, doesn't really matter. It yeah. was just like, uh, <laughs> like they would just show up and, t- and they would just bitch about like everything. And then uh, t- talk about how we weren't like, or, or they would either say like this, there's no way this is going to be good. And they complain about it the whole time until they got their food and they realize it's really fucking good. And then yeah. they need to shut the hell up. It's but, super then, high quality. Right. It's high, well, it's not just high quality. It's authentic. Yes, absolutely. Like, like, it's they they literally stole recipes and are not like <laughs> shy about admitting that. Like, they like, don't give a fuck. They're trying to make like, money. Right. Like, like, especially when they first opened, it was just like, yeah, we went to Matt's El Rancho and like took half the menu. It's <laughs> our them. favorite. It's like it's the fa- it's our favorite restaurant in that area, and they do it fucking right. So, and they sell Bob Armstrong's. Why can't we sell Bob Armstrong's? That makes no. Like, they don't have a fucking uh, like trademark on the term Pop Bob Armstrong. They Someone do, and try we and, no, they do, and we now have to license it from them. No. Yeah, we pay a licensing fee to use that now. I say we. I don't work there anymore fucking caved in well cowards Cowards. they got more money than us oh okay they got better lawyers i would say take i would say this is the 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 theory whenever i was down there and working because uh you know satan told me that story about how uh they they uh papacitos or mazo rancho or someone sent them a cease and desist for using uh, the Bob Armstrong, and then they were like, "All right, we'll fucking see you in court because if you can prove jam- damages, then yeah. we'll stop, or we'll pay you. But you can't prove damages because we're fifteen hundred miles away. There are no Mattel Ranchos in- in- anywhere near here. Like, get yeah. real. That's crazy that they actually had to do that. Yeah, they that's had so to pay- stupid. I don't know if it's an annual or a one, if it was a one-time deal, but they basically have a license to use the trademark Bob Armstrong dip and call Fuck it me. the Bob Armstrong dip. That's so stupid. But um, you know, it was always God when you get like you said when you get Texans on vacation that come to eat there. It's like, why are you here? Why did you, you leave? Should be- you should be at fucking Arthur Avenue in the Bronx eating legit ass fucking Italian food. Yeah. Or, but I don't know, like. Go to a great restaurant that's in the same neighborhood. Go to fucking Union Square Cafe. Go to Gramercy Tavern. Go to, go to, like, you know, go to go ABC. To Co- yeah, go to Katz's. Go to ABC Cocina or ABC Kitchen or ABC V. Any of the ABC stores, like, uh, yeah. restaurants, like, like, give. Like go to there's... John's of Bleecker Street and have the best pizza of your fucking life. Like, what are you doing? Why are you going to New York City and then going to a Tex-Mex restaurant? Like, what is your problem? <laughs> I understand if you grew up in Texas and you now live in New York, then it's like, yeah, this restaurant is specifically made for you. But yeah, like, absolutely. but but but, but ugh, I've said it. We've said it yeah. enough. You said it enough. One time when I was in. I was in LA and me and Andrea, uh, this involves the worst group of Texans. Uh huh. So let me preface by saying me hating Texas. I don't hate Texas. I love Texas. It's the, the Matt hates Texas thing is more just like a character. Uh, you know, (laughs) I, 
go on. Say what I, you're going to say. I love Texas. Uh, the biggest problem with Texas is that it's full of Texans. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> I'm right. joking. Anyway. So uh, I'm in Los Angeles true. with Andrea uh-huh. and we're at Universal Studios and it's, you know, it's a fucking great time, dude. If you've ever been to Universal, anybody out there knows it's so much fun. Hollywood right. or Florida. And we're at Harry Potter World and we're in the three broomsticks and we're drinking butter beer and it's fucking 74 degrees outside. No humidity. <laughs> it's L.A. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And the day before. Texas A&M Aggies had been in town to play the UCLA Bruins in football. Beginning of the season, non-conference game behind us is a table of 20 Aggies. And you know how I knew they were Aggies? Because they had Aggie shit all over them? It's all they had. Head to foot. Hats, shirts, shorts, I'm shaking my head, guys. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. Top to bottom. Every article of... I wouldn't be surprised if their panties were fucking Aggie panties. That's kind of hot, but yeah. (laughs) But And then they're listening to them. And the entire time, all they are doing is complaining that California isn't Texas. What? The whole time, they are bitching about California. And they're bitching about how this restaurant they went to, they, they do it better in College Station. And the thir- 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 Bro, well, you have to keep in mind, those are Aggies. Yeah, that's, that's like why a different. I, that's a different level. That's like a different level of Texan. Those people are weird. They're the worst. I mean, it's like I have a really close friend whose whole family are Aggies. Uh-huh. He's like the black sheep. He, I think he tried to go, but they were like, "No, you're gay. No, get away from us." Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> kind of kidding, kind of joking, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And by the way, kind of joking that that was their reasoning. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, his family, his dad's now retired. Whenever they retired, they moved to a community that is nothing but retired Aggies. And the only people allowed to live there are retired Aggies. Shut the fuck. It's like fuck. a lake community. Like they moved to a lake house. And the only p- people that are allowed to live around this lake are former Aggies. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, and and, and re- you have to be retired. That's another part of it. That's so disgusting. And it's it's like just outside a college station, so they're close enough to go to games and stuff. Like, I I just can't imagine. That in 40 years, if I retire, doing it in the name of Texas State University. Right? Like, go, like, to, like I, go live at Bobcat Cove? Yeah. Like, maybe I would move to the Hill Country when I retired, but it wouldn't be to be close to other Bobcats. No. Like, what? It's a school. It's where you went to school. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, like, they get that it's a good school and like it, especially like they have some amazing programs that are very elite. So I understand having a, a bit of pride about it or, or at least like, and especially I understand using the network, the but network is, yeah, 
but, but like I to 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 do what you described, which is common with them, is just I don't I don't get it. And then to also move to a community where you can only be around other people that were like you is also just like like aren't there laws against that? Like this sounds like like potentially really racist. First yeah. of all, that's like, the potential to be. Think of, think well. Who is retirement aged and an Aggie at this point? Rick who do you Perry. think that group of people is? A bunch of Rick it, Perry's. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of people. It's a bunch of our dad's friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not our dads, because our dads aren't weird. But it's a bunch it's of their friends, old white guys, old white dudes. Will and not women shut the they, fuck up about A and M. Right, right. So the so this neighborhood is all old white people, and that's all it's allowed to be. Now I understand as time progresses, there's that's just naturally going to change because A and M will let anybody in. I mean, I was kind of joking when I made that joke about them. <laughs> and my friend but um but you, you, you know what i'm saying like this is this yeah. is real creepy it's creepy is what it is texas has a real bad bad history of white supremacy and like doing that doesn't stop it no the over the top <laughs> the over the top college pride just drives me insane like yeah it's fun it's where you went to college and like football's fun i love football i always my whole life have cheered for the texas longhorns and i always will but like some people specifically aggies base their entire personality on where they went to fucking college their fight song is completely dedicated to ut yeah every verse UT lives rent free in their head. Like whenever they're playing Florida State, whenever they make a <laughs> touchdown, they start singing. Now I don't know if they play Florida State. I just realized I made probably made that mistake. You're close, but they they do play Florida. They play for okay. Whenever they're playing Florida, and they make a touchdown and they play the fight song, they start singing about UT. Yeah. Like what the fuck, guys? You're in Florida, or or Florida came to you. Yeah. <laughs> Or Florida came to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, grow up. Like, stop it. Stop being weird. Fucking relax. God damn. <laughs> the episode where I called Aggies racist is what's going to get me fired from my job. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> on top of all the other shit we've done and said on here in the <laughs> 60 plus episodes that we have. <laughs> nope. He called the Aggies racist and then went to teach in East Texas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now I have Good a horrible Lord. feeling in the pit of my stomach. Uh, should we gotta get you some get Wellbutrin, brother? <laughs> yeah, that's Wellbutrin's problem. Yeah, thank you. Right? Yes, let's do the recommendsies right now. We're all gonna die. It's our only guarantee. Just to pass the time, I suggest you listen to me. It's the not on that podcast. What do you got, man? I've got something good. It is Sweet Tooth on Netflix. It's fucking dope. I don't really have a whole lot to tell you about it other than I just think you should watch it. I went into it knowing very little. Apparently, it's based off of a comic book. I know that I'm always like fucking repping comic book shit, but this is unlike 
any sort of comic book uh, movie I've ever seen. And frankly, I'm kind of shocked that it's it's actually based off of a graphic novel, I believe, because uh. there's no superheroes involved in it. It's just kind of set in this fantastical fantasy uh, future of uh, North America. It basically, some sort of disease comes in that kills people horribly. But wow. then at the same time, whenever that disease started uh, showing up and killing people, all of a sudden there was all these new human babies that were being born, born were hybrids of a different animals. And yeah. the first in the, in the, in the show revolves around the very first one of those, which they call hybrids. Okay. And so there's all these different characters. There's like a big army that wants to kill all the hybrids because they think the hybrids brought the disease. Uh, there's people that are taking care of the hybrids. There's lots of different, you know, some parents of the hybrids have like hidden their children for all these years. And it's just really good. Um, it's I, and, and what's kind of surprising about it is that it's pretty good for kids. I think it gets a little violent. Um, so not super young, not like, you know, I think if your kid can do multiplication, they could probably handle it. Um, but, you know, if they're still learning their ABCs, don't show it to them because it, <laughs> there is some pretty up. There is some like upsetting fight scenes and and uh, some scary sort of jumpy stuff that happens in it. But it's really, really good. Um, I, I don't really know anyone that's involved with it except for Will Forte. I don't recognize any of the actors. Uh, I'm sh I think. Oh, maybe that's not true. There's one guy I think that might have been in Atlanta, but did I just say that because he's black? Um, oh no. Uh, anyway, Sweet Tooth, check it out. It's on. It's on. Um, it's on Netflix. Netflix, and I I can't recommend it more. It's very emotional, very colorful. Uh, it's it's funny also at times. Um, Nonso Azoni is the guy that I'm referencing. What has he been in? He's the only one I really. Oh, he's in Game of Thrones. He who was he in Game of Thrones? He was. Oh, oh, he was. He was. Uh, he Zaro Zone Doxos. Yes, in Game of, course, of Thrones. That one. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> Whenever the Khaleesi gets, who cares? Yeah, watch Sweet Tooth. <laughs> yeah, I love how frustrated you got right there. He's <laughs> like through the phone now, like who gives a shit? So, um, <laughs> my recommendation this week is uh, Clickbait Sports on YouTube. I've actually recommended two of these creators on their own. Each five guys, each one of them has their own channel, but they all come together to do a podcast live stream and different pieces of content together called um, Clickbait Sports. It consists of Brandon Perna of That's Good Sports, Urinating Tree of his channel, Urinating Tree, uh, Tom Grassi, who we won't hold it against him, but he's a big fucking Packers fan. He does the pack oh, no. cast. Uh, he can suck my balls. Yeah. Um, Scooter Magruder, who's the homie, Dallas Cowboys fan. I feel and, like I'm in the middle of like Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court hearing. 
with these <laughs> listing of names. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was fine. Me and Tom Grassi and Scooter Magruder, we all went over to the urinating tree, and that's where we found Brandon Perna, and we drank beer because we like beer. We still like beer. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Here are the nuclear codes. You've proved yourself worthy. So, yes. Uh, Scooter Magruder, Brandon Perna, Urinating Tree, Tom Grassi, and Five Points Vids all come together. Uh, they're very funny guys. They're all independent YouTube creators that make sports-based content mostly around football. Um, they're all very funny, and they're all very different. Each one of them has a very different style. So then when they all five come together to do their uh, their streams and stuff, it's still a shitload of fun. Before we hopped on the mic today, I was watching them do a live stream leading up to Aaron Rodgers' um, opt-out deadline to see if he's going to okay. opt out of his contract in Green Bay. So they were doing Uh-oh. a live stream, and, and they're just shooting the shit about sports and being goofy weirdos because that's what yeah. they all are. But uh, yeah, clickbait sports. Check those guys out. They're all That's fucking dope. great. They're all indie YouTube creators and they're all on Patreon. So give them a shout. All right. Clickbait sports. All right. Do we move on to the next to the main event? I don't know oh, if I have no. one, but I think I can figure it out. I think you got to go first. I think I can summon a beast probably. Yeah. <laughs> don't have me, bro. 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 do it listen to me lapd you fucking crazy motherfuckers i can't believe what i'm fucking reading here have you seen this in the news matt so here's the headline let me just read the headline 17 injured after planned detonation of seized illegal fireworks ends an explosion so in south los angeles last night or maybe the night before maybe wednesday night um uh, this was at 7 p.m. on June, Wednesday night. Yep, last night, 7.40 p.m. Uh, <laughs> they overloaded a truck with a bunch of seized uh, seized motherfucking fireworks to, to destroy them, and something went wrong, and they blew up the damn truck. Oh, my. Matt, you have to see this footage. It looks like it's out of a Michael Bay movie it's and, and it's just in the middle of the street luckily everyone was like the the footage is is insane the footage is in is this it come on do it blow up boom oh my god you can't you can't hear it damn it <laughs> oh my god matt it's just like it, it's in it's in a tractor trailer like Optimus yeah. Prime in the middle of like it's in the it's like behind a, a strip mall, and then they set off five thousand pounds of of fireworks at once, and it looks like pretty much everyone was sort of able to clear the area, except that like the blast range was so wide and the debris r- radius was so wide that seventeen people got hurt. 
police officers and citizens. Dude, if it like, wasn't for the like, injuries, this sounds like so much fun. If it would, if it had, if they had done it even remotely correctly, it would have been so fucking rad. But these <laughs> idiots, these fucking like donut eating fucking <laughs> cops, like I, that's a bad joke. These these fucking cops who don't under I don't understand how you fuck this up. It literally looks like it's from Reno nine one one. That's what the, all the different angles I've seen look like. It's so insane. And to think that like you could have just been like walking down the street in the middle of South LA and then just seen that. It's like, whoa. <laughs> so don't fucking at me. Let people just, I don't know. I feel, I, I understand you people in the coastal cities have had some issues with fireworks. Um, especially last summer, there was a lot of craziness with fireworks, but I, this I would say Can't Southern California Southern California does not need fireworks. No, they okay, they, sure. they are they are wildfire country. Sure, right. Fireworks <laughs> are bad, even though I love them. I but love bad. them so much. But I mean, in an environment like that, I could they're see putting the either. putting the kibosh on that because uh, you know, literally a cigarette can burn a thousand acres. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, because they get very, very windy down there. It's just like the video. So don't at me, fucking LAPD. Get it to fucking gather. Like, <laughs> are you serious? I can't believe that this happened. Do yourself a favor and look it up. I don't think anybody's like seriously hurt. I also didn't per didn't make sure that that was true. Um, so it says a 27 year old man was arrested. Names of the injured were not immediately released. Those hospital lives include 11 men and five women, all ranges between 42 and 85. Ah. Jesus. In a conference early Thursday morning, LAPD described as mid to moderate in nature. So we're good. They Everybody's put somebody's meme on the hopsicle. That's ridiculous. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to dovetail off of yours and I'm going to Do say, it. don't at me LAPD. How can one law enforcement agency continually be the most inept law enforcement agency in the United <laughs> States of America. It's true. all you guys do is fuck up left and right. You employ jagaloons who have yeah. no clue how to do right. anything. Right, right. It's like with a lot of other police departments, when they get bad press, it's usually like someone did something racist and somebody died as a result. With LAPD, it's like, boom, we put too many fireworks in the truck and then it went boom. Or like, <laughs> we forgot to water the flowers for a week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, it's the thing about LAPD is that they, they have all the racism. Yeah, oh, they still do that. They still but do that. They also <laughs> have a bunch of inept dunces just bumble fucking around one of the richest, <laughs> the second biggest city in the country. Right. And they're just <laughs> slapdicking their way down Melrose Boulevard, fucking everything up that they touch. <laughs> everything that this LAPD touch turns to hot steaming dog shit. How many unsolved files you hear about in like California, just in general? Like, 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 I get, I get that they're closer to Hollywood. So maybe that's why they get more press about that sort of thing. But at the same time, it's like, 
how did the Golden State Killer operate all throughout California for so long and nobody caught him until somebody like randomly did Ancestry.com? That's <laughs> that's like he he wouldn't stop killing and didn't even kill some of his victims, just like raped them and still. And they were able to like describe him and say who he was. And they're still like, well, we don't know who this guy is. We don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. Turned out he was a cop. Um, <laughs> no, you know, everybody knows I grew up in law enforcement. Okay. Right. I've right. Seen it, I've seen it done right. You can do that job. Into the mic. Into the mic. You can do that. So, oh my God, that's a uh, talk about embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a professional <laughs> broadcaster here, folks. Um, no, you, you do you have to do the job. You have to have integrity and you have to have discipline. Those are the yeah. two things that if you don't and bravery, integrity, sure. discipline and bravery, you have to have those three key elements or you cannot do even the base functionality of the job. And I think that the LAPD, they seek out people specifically that lack all three of those characteristics <laughs> <laughs> they're like hey are you a ham bone slap dick with a bumblefuck ass that can't read write or tie his own shoes then you're great for the lapd join us <laughs> join us at the lapd I've, I've had multiple conversations with my dad about lapd and he's just like yeah they're just like the biggest fuck-ups in the world wow he's like as because my dad fucking hates the feds, he hates the CIA and he hates the FBI. They said they're the, he says they're the two most crooked institutions in America. Wow, okay. And he says, as Probably crooked, and he said, as crooked as the FBI is, that's how much of a fuck up LAPD is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they're both number one in their category. <laughs> wow, so don't so, yeah. add us, LAPD. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. I think that's going to do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for another episode of the Matt on Matt podcast. Hopefully, Matt will get this out to you on Wednesday at noon. Uh, you can follow me at... at oh, no! What just happened? Like Zoink Scoob. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Twitterfield on Twitter, at Matters on Instagram, and go to MattButterfield.net for any other news and updates. Uh, follow the podcast on Matt on Matt Pod, and please, please, e oh, we forgot, I forgot to make the, the mailbag theme, but mailbag, mailbag, do we have any emails in our bag? I'm going to bet that we do not. Cool. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, f email us at mattonmattpod at gmail.com. Hit me up at mattberry06 on all my social media. And uh, like, share, subscribe. Let's get the word out, guys. The Matt on Matt podcast is a lot of fun. Tell your friends about us. Tell uh, tell your friends. You can be our friends, but through a wall of an anonymity and where you don't get to contribute to the conversation. Um, yes. <laughs> which is ideal for <laughs> us because we are attention whores. Uh, I think that's it. Have a that's I got to get ready to go do this ghost tour. Ooh. All right. Uh, love you, dude. I'll see you around. Love you too. Bye. Au revoir. <laughs>